the media ignores sexual assault allegations against Joe Biden. We actually have footage from an interview we're going to show you guys. Adam Schiff is already trying to blame this COVID-19 crisis on Trump. And the left goes absolutely crazy on a good deed done by the MyPillow guy. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to America the Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino. This is the weekly episodes. Every Saturday, we interview somebody from around the country. Now, let's get into this. The left goes crazy on the My Pillow guy for speaking at Trump's press conference, even though he is converting his company to make masks for the first responders dealing with COVID-19. We're going to go into what he says, and then we're going to go into the outrageous lunatic leftists that are trying to bury this guy and destroy his business. My pillow has designated some of its call center to help U.S. companies navigate the many issues that resulted from this pandemic. We've, de- we've dedicated 75% of my manufacturing to produce cotton face masks. 75% of his manufacturing is now going to make face masks. I'm up to 10 in three days. I was up to 10,000 a day. By Friday, I want to be up to 50,000 a day. He's trying to produce 50,000 a day. That is a lot. Um, I'm proud to manufacture our products in the United States, and I'm even more proud to be able to serve our nation in this great time of need. Thank you, Mr. President, for your call to action, when, which has empowered companies like MyPillow to help our nation win this invisible war. Now, after this, I think he was talking about uh, how we need to have faith in God and the Bible and whatnot. He got into a little bit of religious, which was nice and refreshing to see that go on. Uh, I tweeted this out. Mike Lindell clearly explains what his company, MyPillow, is doing to help the coronavirus crisis. I have no clue why the leftist reporters, in quotes, are tweeting, oh my God, what is that MyPillow guy doing at the press conference? Are these people deaf or stupid? Comment below what you think. Now we're going to, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I saw today that they're still going after this guy. So I feel the need to defend him because he's, he's doing a great service for the country and he's actually an inspiration. So this is what else I, this is also what I tweeted. Um, I'm actually going to go into that one last. Uh, okay. So this is what Jamie O'Grady said, and uh, he's just a verified check mark. He has New York Times in his bio. Um... He's just one of those verified Twitter accounts that are just a bunch of losers. Um, he goes, are you effing kidding me? He has the My Pillow guy on to sell his garbage product during a pandemic briefing. I replied, uh, who did you pay to get verified? Uh, it looks like somebody else said the same exact thing. And it's it's this guy is doing something good for the country. And this guy, Jamie O'Grady, he's just going to go off on him. So, yeah, I think he wrote for the New York Times, uh, at least an article for sure. Uh, but that's, yeah, that, that's your reporter right there. Um, this person, uh, Darren uh, Rovell, the MyPillow COO, COO, a former crackhead addict turned evangelist, turned entrepreneur, turned philanthropist. Honestly, that sounds like, you know, you're, you're hyping this guy up. You know, he went from rags to riches. You know, it's a, that's an inspirational story how we can go from, a, you know, a crack addict to, you know, God and then to becoming a millionaire CEO. Uh, garnered $1.4 in in equivalent advertising for his appearance at the Trump press briefing today, according to Apex Marketing. The company is making masks. I go, he earned it. Someone else goes, uh, he's an inspiration. Um, this guy is, 
uh, business and sports, um, Action News Network, business. Okay, I don't, I don't know. It's not even his field. Um, <laughs> but he's trying. What this guy is trying to say is, oh, uh, Mike Lindell is only doing it for the publicity and the fame because he just got 1.4 million in advertising. That's irrelevant. If you're a company and you convert your manufacturing to do something good, obviously you're gonna get press out of it. That's just what happens. The fact that he's taken his company to, to you know. Even if you want to use the whole capitalist argument, oh, he's only doing it because that's the supply and demand in the market right now. Yeah, okay, cool. So what? That's awesome. That's awesome that our supply and demand will meet the needs to keep us all alive and, and provide us the tools we need to help in a, in a global crisis. <laughs> that just shows that the system works. <laughs> but this guy's another loser. Uh, this one, Adam uh, Klasfeld. He's a reporter for Courthouse News, New York City, 120-something thousand followers. And he goes, my pillow CEO, uh, Rose Garden speech with Trump got major press. Less covered is this. See, uh, California prosecutors sued my pillow twice for false advertising. Settled both. A national class action lawsuit settled. Similar charge. Uh, Better Business Bureau gave them an F. Trust it with... PPE thread. He made a whole thread. The MyPillow CEO converted his factory to help the crisis. The left responds by trying to bury his own his his business. These are the enemy of the people, which is true. So he made a whole thread, and he's just going on and on and on about bad business practice from my pill my pillow. Listen, I don't know what my pillow did. I I have no clue, nor do I really care about what they did because I'm sure every big business has stuff like this on their record. Um, especially if it's all settled, but why, 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 how is that relevant at this time that the, my pillow got sued for false advertising? So what, what they're doing now is creating masks. What are you doing? You're complaining about it. You're trying to bury a business that's doing a good service to humanity. Where do these people get off? The left, this is why I tweeted, the left, CEOs, millionaires and billionaires need to do more to help the coronavirus situation. Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Okay, we'll do our part and make masks. The left, oh my God, what the fuck is the MyPillow clown doing? F this guy, haha, weirdo. That, that's how they're responding. The MyPillow CEO went on stage and said, we're going to help fight the COVID-19 crisis. This is my hypothetic scenario that I put out there. If the MyPillow CEO went on stage and said, we're going to help fight this COVID-19 crisis, also praise Allah, the media would have crowned him the Nobel Peace Prize. Instead, Mike Lindell talked about the Bible, and the left is now on a mission to destroy his business for a good deed. That is what it comes down to. I have no doubt in my mind that is how it would play out. This guy, Ali Velishi, he's been like the, the king of bad takes and tweets lately. I'm going to actually put his notifications on so I can just continue roasting him. Trump just called the My Pillow guy up on the podium in the Rose Garden. You cannot make this stuff up. That's what he tweeted. I go, because he's converting a piece of his company to make masks to combat the outbreak. What are you doing? And this guy got, he got ratioed pretty bad, I would, I would say. 20, uh, 32,000 comments, uh, 10,000 uh, retweets, 26,000 uh, likes. I'm surprised this many, that's what's scary is seeing how many, li- how much likes this stuff gets of, of people just promoting this misinformation. This guy was a host of NBC. He is a host right now of MSNBC right now. 
ah, that is that is insane. These these are the people giving the left the news. Incredible amounts of information, misinformation. Uh, this is what I tweeted. The left mainstream media makes fun of the my pillow guy for making masks to combat the coronavirus outbreak. If it is not clear that they're the enemy of the people, it should be clear now. It 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 is without a doubt they are the enemy of the people. The fact that they're trying to bury a guy for doing something good to help this outbreak. Uh, Samantha B, uh, a wannabe comedian who has a show, uh, I guess, I think it's called Full Frontal. I, I don't know, nor do I care. Uh, it's on TBS. Don't know how somebody like this, uh, that's this terribly unfunny and misinformed, have a, sh- have a comedy show about news. Um, she goes, my pillow is now making highly absorbent pillows so you can cry yourself to sleep after watching this press conference. She's trying to make a joke. She's trying to make fun of him. I respond, they're also making masks for first responders. Cover that. <laughs> like, come on, people. Oh, it, it, it drives me actually insane to see how the left reacts to these, these situations. It's, it should get your panties in a bunch, too, and, and it should drive some emotional anger towards these people. Obviously, I'm not one to, 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 uh, to in- endorse any violence. I'm not one to say, let's go burn their houses down. No, I'm not one to say that, but I, I, I kind of feel, <laughs> obviously, I would never do that. But there, there is a certain emotion, um, as, uh, let's see, as Robert De Niro said it the best. Uh, let me see if I can pull up a soundbite. Uh, Robert De Niro punch in face <laughs> i need to get this uh yeah i think uh, i like to punch him in the face i mean he's so bullshit artist a mutt who doesn't a know mutt. what he's talking about doesn't do his homework <laughs> doesn't care thinks he's gaming society uh, doesn't this country has gotten in the wrong direction with someone like donald trump if you care about your future vote for it care oh. thinks he's gaming said it best he's a national disaster he's an embarrassment to this country it makes me so angry that this country has gotten to this point that this fool this bozo has wound up where he has he talks how he wants to punch people in the face well i'd like to punch him in the face i mean that that's that's kind of the feels right now uh on the media Obviously, it's not something I'm advocating for or would ever do. But there, there is going to be some built-up anger and frustration. We're dealing with this global crisis. And the media likes to cherry-pick and, and take these small, insignificant pieces of what's going on in the world. They, that's where their priorities are. Instead of covering the, the conference or covering the positivity and covering the good news, they're just cherry-picking and taking these these little insignificant pieces of what's really going on and blowing it up and making a false perception of, of some bad news. It's insane. Shift is drafting legislation to set up a 9-11 style review commission to review the COVID-19 response. So <laughs> they're doing that while Trump is trying to keep America safe. And there, the left is focused, the Democrats in government are focusing all their en- energy on taking down the bad orange man. That's all that they care about. This is going to be impeachment 3.0, 5.0, whatever type of impeachment they're up to right now. Now, the Democrats think that Trump didn't do enough when it came to the COVID-19 crisis, even though he wanted to shut the borders down from China. I'm going to show you guys this video of Nancy Pelosi. What she was doing 
when Trump was busy delivering his speech talking about the COVID-19 conversation. Protecting Americans' health also means fighting infectious diseases. We are coordinating with the Chinese government and working closely together Look at her. on the coronavirus outbreak Not in China. Not paying attention. My administration will take all necessary pretending to steps shovel to papers. safeguard our citizens from this threat. And then she rips up the speech. She rips up the speech. You know what, Nancy? This is why you don't... You, if, if you took the time, instead of crying, complaining, acting like a baby, tearing up the paper, and actually read it, and actually paid attention, you would know that Trump was on this. Trump was on this crisis. We're going we're gonna to read through this article right now. We're going to see what else is up. I mean... It's clear that the Democrats are just using this crisis for their own agenda. They're going to obviously twist and spin stuff like we've never seen it before. They are so incredibly desperate to get Trump out of office. It is insane. I don't know how much more Americans are going to be able to take of this. If they rob the election from Trump, I I, I pray for this the safety of our of our country. I I I don't I don't know. I personally think that there there would be a civil war if they steal it from Trump. I mean, we have two A for a reason. Shifty Adam Shift announced on Twitter today that he'll induce that he'll introduce legislation to investigate the coronavirus crisis in America. Of course, Shift is fooling no one. Adam Shift's real intentions are to move forward uh, towards another bogus impeachment show trial. And Adam Shift tweeted, "After Pearl Harbor and 9/11, we looked." At what went wrong and learned from our mistakes. Once we've recovered, we need a non. Once we've recovered, we need a nonpartisan commission to review our response and how we can better prepare to take on the next pandemic. I'm working on that bill to do that. Listen, Chef, if you really want to do this uh, with nonpartisan support, you go to the other side of the table and you say, "Hey, let's work together and let's have an honest." discussion let's put an honest commission together and figure out what went wrong how it went wrong and how we could do it in the future and you go to the other side of the aisle and you you work with them you don't make it a partisan attack because we know how this is going to be framed we know what this commission is going to be coming into it's going to be 100 percent of the people on the democrats are going to say x and then against the republicans just like the impeachment show not one republican voted in favor now, um, uh, this is also what is reported. Pelosi teased this on Sunday when she accused Donald Trump of fiddling while people are dying from the virus. During the height of the pandemic, these monsters want to start a new impeachment investigation. Let's, let's listen Trump to this. Trump is considering relaxing federal guidelines for coronavirus for some of the less affected parts of the country. Do you think he should? Well, first of all, let me just say how sad it is that even since the president's signing of the bill, the number of deaths reported has doubled from 1,000 to 2,000 in our country. This is such a very, very sad time for us. So we should be taking every precaution. Uh, what the pre- Obviously, the deaths of, of COVID-19 are going to start increasing, especially when we're tracking and we're able to track where the deaths are coming from. We could have had people dying from COVID-19 back in December for all we know, but now we're just tracking things. It's not going to double every two days. It, that, that doesn't happen. It, it, the doubling slows down over time. President, his uh, denial at the beginning 
uh, was deadly. His delaying of getting uh, equipment to where it continues. Uh, 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 this girl, this woman, I, I swear, she is brain dead. Is delaying getting equipment to where it's needed is deadly. And now I think the best thing would be to do is to prevent uh, more loss of life rather than open things up so that, because we just don't know. We have to have testing, testing, testing. That's what we said from the start before we can evaluate uh, what the, the, the uh, nature of it is in some of these other regions as well. I don't know what the purpose of that is. I don't know what the scientists are saying to him. I don't know what the scientists said to him. When did this president know about this? And what did he know? What you see, she's saying, what did the president know about this? And what did he know when he failed to act? That's pretty much what she's implying. She's implying that Trump knew the virus was going to come here and start killing people and result in the economic shutdown. And that he purposely went about it in a way that would lead to more people dying. That's what she's implying. What did he know? When did he know it? That's for an after action review. But as the president fiddles, people are dying. And we have to, we just fiddles. Trump is working every single day. He's doing press conferences live every single day. I don't know how that's fiddling. Just have to take every precaution. At, at what point do Americans say, Pelosi, no. We're, you're, no. Pelosi, no. You know, you're not going to be in office anymore, Pelosi. Go home. At what point do Americans say that? This $2 trillion stimulus bill was filled to the brim with total nonsense and corrupt spending. You know, that I'm, I'm pretty sure that goes for both sides. But Pelosi fighting to get the Kennedy Center money in there, and then the Kennedy Center lays off everybody. Who knows? They're probably just going to pocket the money themselves. Why? What, what? Why? Why did you need that? What are they up to? The corruption is has been going on for far too long. I'm, I'm disappointed in the Republicans for, for, for that going through. Such useless spending. The next time you want socialism, just remember the $2 trillion stimulus bill and just remember how much of that is actually going to go to you. Remember the spending in that stimulus bill the next time you even think about voting for a Democrat. Useless spending. I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat. Because the government as a whole is terrible at spending your money. Paying taxes, yeah, might as well just be throwing it down a hole and lighting it on fire at the end of the day. Useless spending going to corrupt interest groups. That, that's the majority of where it's going. The media is totally ignoring the Joe Biden sexual assault allegations we all know what happened when these allegations came out against trump and we're watching the media totally ignore and dismiss it in real time now this is the interview with the former staffer tara reed uh this is an interview done by democracy now we're going to hear what she has to say i actually tried to tell the story um to some extent in 1993 um in the sense that i wanted to talk about it but i was too afraid my mother had encouraged me to file a police report, and I did not, and I should have. Um, so I filed a sexual harassment um, claim or just I filled out a paper. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to try to get this over with really quickly. I am not one of the type of people that's like, believe all women, believe all women. 
um, I do like to see evidence. <laughs> I do like to see proof because there's a lot of fake allegations out there. That goes the same for this, even though it's against somebody on the Democrat aisle. It goes the same on both sides, in my opinion. Uh, evidence, 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 as well as um, the thing with Biden is there's a lot of stuff out there in public record of her, of him touching people inappropriately live on camera so and did not hear back can you give us the circumstances how you ended up what was the day how you ended up alone with joe biden explain what happened that day um i was approached by my supervisor she handed me a gym bag and said hurry joe wants you wants this um so get it to him he's meet you down towards the capitol and i went down the stairs and I don't remember exactly where I was um, because there's connections between the Russell building and, and all of that and the corridors. But we were in a semi-private location. It wasn't a room. It wasn't the Russ, you know, the Russell office building. It was, I mean, in the Russ, his office, it was down in the quarters. And um, I handed him the gym bag. And then he, it was one, as I described, fluid moment he was talking to me, and he said some things that I don't recall. And he's probably touching her at the same the time. Let's be real. And he, I remember the coldness of the wall, and I remember his hands underneath my blouse and underneath my skirt, and his fingers penetrating me as he oh was kiss, trying to kiss me, and I was pulling away. And he pulled back, and he said, "Come on, man! I heard you liked me." But he was angry. It was like a tight voice. And he tended to smile when he was angry. And he isn't like the Uncle Joe, like everybody talks about now. He was younger. He was my dad's age at that time and very strong. And he looked insulted and angry. And I remember feeling like I had done something wrong when he said that statement. And then I was standing there when he said he was still near me. He said, pointed his finger and said, you're nothing to me. You're nothing. And he walked away. And I don't remember exactly where I went after. I think I went to the restroom to clean up, but I don't remember precisely. The next memory I have is sitting on the cold stairs in the Russell building back stairs where the big windows are. And I remember just my whole body shaking. And I remember knowing that, knowing that I had made him angry and that my career was probably over and I didn't comply and I didn't comply when I was asked to serve drinks at a cocktail party for donors because apparently Joe Biden said according to a legislative staffer that I had pretty legs and he thought I was pretty and I should serve the drinks and my supervisor had encouraged me to do so and I did not um, so I'm going to end that right there. You, you you heard her story. You can hear the tone in her voice. Um, I, I, I wish that the media was looking into this because then the media would be able to see what they could uncover and find out. So hopefully more the truth comes to fruition to see what happens. But uh, I, want, I want to leave all, that off with you guys, see what you think. Let me know.
Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. And please don't forget to rate five stars. And if you watch the whole thing, please share this with a friend. Let's let's get some let's get some ears on this. Hear you tomorrow.